Whether you love Donald Trump or you hate Donald Trump, there is one lesson as a communicator you need to learn from Donald Trump. I'm going to share that with you on this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hi, my name is Dave Lorenzo, and each and every day we take you inside business strategy. We give you the insider business development secrets. We share with you the pathway through all the inside bull that's going on in the world today. We're sharing everything we can. We're exposing everything we can. And today we're talking about one of the most powerful communications secrets there is. And I use Donald Trump as an example of this. You don't have to like Donald Trump. In fact, you can hate him all you want, but he uses one method of communication persuasion really, really well. And that is the repetition of a message over and over again. For years, communicators have talked about three ways to reinforce your message. The first way is primacy, being the first thing someone hears that has influence over people. The second way is recency, being the last thing someone hears before they make a decision that has influence over people. The third way is the most underestimated way because quite frankly, it's the most annoying, and that's repetition. If you have children, you know that repetition is essential in order to get your message to sink into their minds. You think it's because they are actively trying to ignore you, but that's just not true. You see, as humans, human nature is to take the path of least resistance. And when it comes to communication and making decisions, Our brains will follow the path of least resistance. Repetition makes your message the path of least resistance. Frequency of communication builds trust. Frequency of communication builds familiarity. And when you want to influence a decision, repetition is your best friend. Now, let's take a look at Donald Trump. What does he do? when he wants to reinforce a message. Forget about the fact whether you believe the message to be true or not. If Trump wants the message indelibly imprinted in your brain, he says it over and over and over again. For years, marketers and persuasion experts have been trying to figure out the best way to repeat a message without saying the same thing over and over again. They'll use different words. They'll use different phrases. They will cloak the message in all types of flowery language. Donald Trump has proven to you, to me, to everyone in the world that you don't have to disguise it. You can put the repetitive message right in someone's face over and over again And whether they like it or not, if they're exposed to it, the message has an impact. Again, this is not about whether you like Donald Trump or you hate Donald Trump. It's simply a communications strategy being used effectively. So how do you, as a business development expert, as a relationship development expert, as a professional who's looking to grow revenue, how do you use repetition? I'm going to give you three examples when repetition makes a lot of sense. 
The first, obviously, is when you want to get your way. You want to persuade someone to your point of view. You want to grow your revenue. You want someone to do business with you. The second time that repetition is going to be your best friend is when you need to convince someone of something they don't want to do. If you repeat it over and over again, you wear down the pathways in their brain so the message becomes more acceptable. If the message becomes more acceptable, it changes the way they feel. If it changes the way they feel, it will change the way they act. The third time when repetition can help you quite candidly is in a negotiation. If you're negotiating for something and you repeat your message over and over again, that message becomes imprinted in the subconscious of your opponent in the negotiation. Now, again, they may not like it, but they will understand that that position is important to you or that position should be important to them, and that will create a path of least resistance in the mind of your opponent. So how do you craft a repetitive message that will have the desired effect? I'm going to give you the formula right now. First, you must have a crystal clear understanding of your message. You need to know what you want to convey, what you want your audience to think, what you want your audience to do. I'm going to say those things again because it's so important. You have to have clarity. You need to know what your message is, and you need to know what your message makes the audience think. You need to know what your message makes the audience do. What action do you want them to take? Right now, as we record this show, we're well past election day, and Trump has said over and over again that the election is fraudulent, the election is fraudulent, the election is fraudulent. That's what he said. It's a rigged election. Rigged election, rigged election, rigged election. Starting before election day, he said, the election is rigged if I don't win. Then on election day, he said, I got more votes. There's no way I didn't win. If I didn't win, the election is rigged. Now, over and over again, as his court cases fall by the wayside, as his cases are dismissed, as his losses mount, as he has no proof, there's absolutely no proof of widespread election fraud, he still continues to say, the election is rigged. It was fraudulent. The only way I lost was if this election was fraudulent. And the people who are predisposed to hear that message, the 40% of his base, they believe it because he says it over and over and over again. So what was he doing at the outset before the election? He was crystal clear on the message. He knew he was going to lose. He knew he was going to lose from before election day. You could argue that he even ran a campaign that was not designed to win, but designed to gin up his base to make them predisposed to this message. So he was crystal clear on the message from the beginning. He stuck to the message and he repeats it over and over again. He knows what message he wants to get out. He conveys the sentiment that the incoming president, Joe Biden, is illegitimate. He conveys the sentiment that the election was rigged. It was fraudulent. What does he want his audience to do? He wants his audience to come out in force and support him in whatever he does next. He wants to stay relevant. His audience hangs on his every word. How does he make sure they hang on his every word? He conveys the illegitimacy of the presidency by saying 
the election was rigged. He is still their true leader, the 40%. So he knows what he wants to do. He has a message he wants to convey. Election was rigged. I'm still the person you need to listen to. What does he want his audience to do? Continue to listen to him. Why does he want them to continue to listen to him? Well, that will be revealed in his post-presidency, but it's not a big leap to guess that it will involve in some way a money-making scheme because he needs to make money after his presidency's over. He wants to remain relevant to the Republican Party. He wants to hold that party captive. And the way he can do it is by saying he should still be the president of the United States and he's still the leader of the Republican Party. The next thing you need to do if you want your message to resonate with the audience is commit to your message. There's no half measures that's going to work. You must be committed to the forceful and frequent sharing of your message. You have to be committed, so committed, that you'll repeat the same thing over and over again, babbling almost like an idiot in some cases, if that's what's required. Now, in corporate world, you probably can't do this. In the corporate world, you can't go out and say over and over again, the, mess, the election was rigged. The election was rigged. The election was fraudulent. The election was fraudulent. They'll lock you up and put you in an insane, insane asylum. However, if you're giving a speech, you can hit your message in the beginning. You can hit your message in the middle. You can hit your message in the end. And you can use stories weaved throughout your speech or your presentation that reinforce that message. In a written document, you can hit your message at the beginning, in the middle, at the end, and use stories to reinforce your message. The final thing you need to do if you want to use repetition to get your message through is create a few succinct phrases you can use over and over again as sound bites to reinforce your message and then use them over and over again. If you're in a 10-minute phone call, you should use those sound bites one or two times. If you're in a 30-minute meeting, you should use those sound bites four or five times. If you're in a 60-minute meeting, use those sound bites at least a dozen times. Why? Because that's what repetition is all about. It's about conveying your message over and over again, hammering it home. So if we look at the Trump example, the election was rigged. If we look at the Trump example, 80,000 people, <clears throat> if we look at the Trump example, the election was rigged. If we look at the secondary message, there's no way 80 million people could have voted for Joe Biden. That's a record. No one's ever gotten that, more, that many votes. Obama didn't get that many votes. There's no way Joe Biden got that many votes. It must be fraudulent. We're going to court, and the court will reinforce the fact that there was fraud in this election. The election was rigged. Those are the messages he keeps saying over and over again. Slight variations weaved into conversation, sometimes weaved into just a generic word salad that makes no sense. But what do his supporters hear? His supporters take away from that the election was rigged. So let's say you're selling my favorite thing, the stupidest question on planet Earth. You're selling a pen. You're selling a pen to an executive. You walk into the executive's office and you say, Mr. Smith, I really appreciate you seeing me today. We're here to talk about pens and the sale of pens and how pens are necessary for writing really big checks when you want to put your money in the bank because your company has made so much money. So the next time you want to write a check 
to pay yourself, you should do it with a really nice pen. Big things happen through big expressions with a really special pen. Special pens are used to write welcome home letters to people who've been away at college. Special pens are used to sign contracts. Special pens make every occasion better. You deserve a special pen when you write that big check to yourself to put your money in the bank after a successful year. So what was the message? Special pens are used for special occasions, and the special occasions are like welcoming people home, special occasion like writing a check to yourself, special occasion like, um, I don't know, signing a big contract, right? Special pen, special occasion, associating special pens with good things. The message is you need a special pen, right? So then I lay out the pens on the table and I say, Mr. Smith, which seems most special to you? And he picks the pen up. I say, write down, write down what one of your goals are with this pen and then write another goal with this pen and then sign down here like you're signing a contract. What are we doing again with the message? We're reinforcing that special pens make special things happen. That's how you would use it if you were setting up the sale of a pen. And I just did that in two minutes, and it sounds a little quirky, but you can imagine in a 15, 20-minute, 30-minute sales call, you could weave the word special pen, special occasion, special pen, special opportunity, special pen, taking money to the bank. You could weave that into your presentation in a way that was highly effective and highly efficient. My friends, repetition is critical for your success. The next time you start to think about how you're going to create a marketing message, I encourage you to think about how you can weave repetition into the process. Why? Because it is one of the three pathways to influence and persuade people to see your point of view. This is the Inside BS Show. Today, we gave you the Inside BS on how to persuade people using repetition. Stay with us because we're going to be adding fantastic interviews to the show coming up very soon. We're here with you every single day, and we want you to join us for the next Inside BS Show. Until then, I'm Dave Lorenzo, wishing you a great living and a great life.